0: Earlier in the first hour, Statman thinks that uh, Michael Michael McDowell, a Daytona 500 winner, has the juice to win a championship. I had a chance to catch up with Michael McDowell. Great conversation. The only gentleman who's called the Freak Nation on his honeymoon. After his wedding, Michael McDowell called us many years ago. Michael McDowell now, Freak Nation. So Michael McDowell, it is media day for the Daytona 500. don't really want to talk about that right now. I'm more astonished that this guy has never been. So, Michael McDowell, it is media day for the Daytona yeah. 500. But don't really want to talk about that right now. I'm more astonished that this guy has never been to a tennis match, <laughs> has never been to uh, a golf tournament. This guy, born and raised in Phoenix, never to the Waste Management Open. Oh, just too busy running race cars. You know, I think it
1: mostly yes, right? Like. I grew up racing and racing the weekend sport. So never had a lot of weekends to go do anything else. And yeah, you know, I just wasn't playing any other sports. I wasn't engaged in any other sports. So, um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of firsts for me, these last few years, getting to go experience a couple of different things, but it's, uh, it's funny because, you know, my kids are starting to play sports and you know, don't ask me, I don't know. I never played any sports. So, um, yeah when it comes to racing i know a lot about that everything
0: else not so much well let's be honest nfl and phoenix when the cardinals came there they blew they stunk so you didn't have any nfl team to gravitate towards the cowboys were the most popular team in phoenix at the time so now with the nfl major league soccer and all these other sports how do you coach your kids or do you say nope that's not daddy's bag (laughs) so you know what i remember about the the cardinals cardinals used to play in the
1: asu stadium right the best thing ever to ever have in a ASU stadium was that supercross race that they would bring there every year. That was awesome. Um, so I've been, I've been there for supercross, but, uh, yeah, it's cool to see Arizona though. I mean, it's always been a, a sports town, but it really started booming. Um, really right when I left, actually, we had Suns obviously, and then the coyotes and diamondbacks and Glendale goes nuts and crazy and new arena, new stadium. So it's, uh, it's cool to see so much happening there.
0: You didn't answer my question. How do you coach your children in other sports? I tell them,
1: ask your mom. She was the athlete. Uh, She played all the sports. So she's definitely the coach when it comes to that. Um, But all seriousness, right? Like I grew up in the eighties and nineties. So we were outside kids. So we played sports. I just didn't do it. um, You know, under any sort of organization. So my son was like, well, if you never played basketball, how do you know how to play basketball? I'm like, Because when I was a kid, we were outside kids. We we had to play outside. So you learned how to play everything. Um, Yeah, so just
0: just a different upbringing. That brings to mind Crasher and our daughter Henley are back in Phoenix. And with your relationship with your wife and your children, you couldn't be standing here without the support of the better half. Yeah. Uh, Tell us what that means to you and how that's been contributing to your success and continued uh, to race.
1: Yeah, so... Um, my wife sent it to me this morning, so it's fresh on my mind. It's Valentine's day, right? Uh, so this is 23 years my wife and I have, um, spent Valentine's day together. And so if you just look at that, like so many highs, so many lows, so many unknowns and uncertainties throughout, you know, my career and, you know, she's been a part of it all. I mean, we met in middle school and been together, uh, since we were 15. So, you know, truly all the highs and lows we've, uh, experienced together and, um, And there was times where I was just trying to get to the racetrack and she was working at home and taking care of bills and, and vice versa. And so it's been a complete team effort and yeah, it's super special. I think it's super rewarding though too, for her because she knows how hard it is to get here because it was hard for her too. And so she didn't kind of come into success. Like she was a part of it when it wasn't so much fun and, um, and she knows how important it is and what it means and, um, and she's really helped our kids to understand that, Hey, it wasn't always like this, you know, it wasn't always, uh, this glamorous. So it's, um, it's been a, a fun journey.
0: Just telling someone was serious recently, the story about you calling in <laughs> on your, on your honeymoon night. That was when we were doing our special serious satellite Saturday show. Yeah. Where were you? Where was your wedding and the honeymoon? Where were you when you called in this Speed freak?
1: Yeah. So, um, our wedding was in in Arizona, Glendale, and there was a little in between time there where uh, the wedding was over. We had like uh, a small reception, but then we were going to my parents' house, and they were having like a another post reception reception. And so we were going back to the hotel to change and switch out clothes and put on normal clothes and all that stuff. And that's when I called you guys. Um, I was like, well, I'll have a window there at time, but it really goes back to, I know it's a funny story, but that's how serious I was about my racing. Like if there was an opportunity, you needed to take it and it didn't matter if you were getting married. It didn't matter if somebody had a birthday party, it didn't matter. Like it just, it was so important at the time that you did whatever you could to keep your career going and keep moving. And now it seems crazy, but at the time it wasn't crazy at all. It wasn't even a thought. Like, of course I would, you know. So, um yeah. You remember what you were running
0: then and why we had you on at the time?
1: Yeah, I was running in the um in INSA in prototypes. At the time it was the Rolex series. We had just won Mexico City and
0: it was two weeks after winning Mexico City. So we were talking about that, yeah one of the fun things about 2021 for the Daytona 500 was coming here and seeing your car in the infield and just the shrapnel all over that car and people gathering around that yellow car, Michael McDowell, Daytona 500 winner. Go back to prior to that race, your race winner, where you are now. I know you're older mentally Definitely. you're maybe more stable. Yeah. Do you race the 500 any differently than you did in the COVID? Yeah.
1: No, I hope not. Um, I think that, hasn't really well the mindset of winning at all costs hasn't changed um the approach from 2021 to now is different though and not because of me but just because this next-gen car the way the next-gen car races at daytona it's just different and so for me i've had to learn new skill sets to be good here in the next-gen car um and so it was a little bit of a reset for me of like okay what i did then hasn't been working now so what do i have to do to to get the victory lane again um but as far as the level of intensity and the want and the drive that hasn't changed if anything it's more because you see how big it is like you dream of winning the 500 but until you do it you don't know what it's like well now that i know what it's like i know how how cool it is and and how important it is and and so you want to do it again and so um you know We're prepared. We're ready to go. I think this is a really good shot for us.
0: Do you find now that you are a 500 winner, you clawed your way to the top. You clawed your way through the ranks of motorsports. Now that you have that ring, now that you have that title of 500, 500, people treat you different?
1: Um, Yes, people treat you different. I don't think competitors do. Um, and I don't think really industry does either. I mean, I think that people that have known me for a long time know me and, and it hasn't really changed anything. But the Outside of that immediate bubble, it has a pretty big ripple effect, right? And so for your partners and your team and uh, manufacturers and all those things, it's a big deal. And so, um, but inside your circle, it doesn't really change. Yeah, you're still the same guy. You're still the a-hole or the nice guy. Yeah, Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Ask my friends, they'll tell you.
0: (laughs) Man... Michael McDowell is one of those guys that you just you just want to win. And I like what Statman had to say about McDowell having the juice. He thinks he's got the juice to uh, win a championship. And why specifically Statman? Do you think uh, McDowell could could contend for a championship this year? Well, I don't know if he has the juice to win a championship. He's got the skill, uh, and now he has better uh, gear. He's running a better car because he's did, over the offseason – a relationship was uh, built between uh, Furniture Row, isn't that his team, and um, Penske and the Ford. So uh, he was much faster all week. One, he was second on the pole for uh, to start the race. Uh, yeah, he's got a he's got a shot. I, and I think the old guard is going to it's not going to be around at the end.